Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Thanks for joining us for AutoLine Daily. Later in the show, we respond to your questions and comments, so stay tuned for that. But on to the news, or maybe I should say on to the Blue Oval news, because there sure is a lot going on about Ford today. The company partially unveiled its plug-in version of the Fusion Hybrid yesterday called the Fusion Energy. I say partially unveiled because the company will not say what its fuel economy rating will be, except to say it will be well over 100 miles per gallon equivalent. This plug-in will travel 21 miles and can run at speeds up to 85 miles an hour in pure electric mode. And that's 34 kilometers and 138 kilometers an hour respectively. I got to drive a handful of Fusions yesterday at Ford's Dearborn Proving Grounds. A 1.6 liter EcoBoost with an automatic transmission delivered an indicated 23 miles per gallon on a five mile loop. And on the same loop, the plug-in version delivered a very impressive 69 miles per gallon. And staying with Ford, yesterday it also unveiled the redesign of the Transit Connect. It now comes with two wheelbase versions for five and seven passenger configurations. The base engine is a two and a half liter four with an optional 1.6 liter EcoBoost. Both are mated to a six speed automatic. Ford claims it can carry 1,200 pounds of cargo and tow up to 2,000 pounds when properly equipped. It's interesting that this week Ford's also holding the media launch for the C-Max Hybrid and the plug-in version of that vehicle. And last week Ford held a big media event to brag about the flexibility of its Michigan assembly plant which makes the C-Max and Focus including the electric, hybrid, and plug-in versions. So what's going on here? Here's my Autoline Insight. Ford is flooding the media with so much information about electrics, plug-ins, and hybrids because today General Motors is holding a big media event in California to tell its story about where it's going with electrification. Ford wanted to beat GM to the punch with three major stories all designed to dominate the headlines before the GM event even got started. Just goes to show folks that the competition in this industry goes well beyond just putting new models in the showroom. Earlier in the year, General Motors announced a partnership with PSA, the parent company of Peugeot and Citroën, that left many analysts scratching their heads. Now Reuters reports the two companies have halted talks about a deeper tie-up. GM is concerned about the French government bailing out PSA, and it's afraid that will not allow plant closings and layoffs that would be necessary for a deeper tie-up. Reuters is also reporting that PSA is talking with Tata about a potential partnership if its deal with GM falls through. Chesapeake Energy, General Electric, and Whirlpool are collaborating on developing a $500 appliance that will allow natural gas cars to be filled up at home. The device would fit in a garage and be hooked up to a natural gas line for vehicles to fuel up. The Wall Street Journal reports that it's not known when the appliance will be made available. But you remember, as we reported yesterday, 
Natural gas is expected to be the primary energy source in the U.S. by 2030. Okay, now it's time for a new segment that we're calling Barn Finds, all about some of the hidden automotive gems that you, our audience, send our way. And as we all know, some stuff from Japan can, well, just seem wacky to us Westerners. And as viewer Sanford Paul found out on a recent trip to the country, car names are no exception. Based on the badges he snapped, there are a few recurrent themes to Japanese vehicles. Move and rush sound like not-so-subtle suggestions to other drivers in gridlock traffic. Other marks like wing road aspire to some higher plane of existence. Then again, you could let your mind wander toward activities that you would rather be doing. Daihatsu naked, anyone? Hey, thanks Sanford for sending us those pictures. And by the way, you can see several other quirky nameplates that he shot by visiting our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Network. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Why? Because plants need water to grow. Because baseball's played in the summer. Oxygen and hydrogen. Because I forgot to get a receipt. Why? Why not? Why? Why don't you go ask your dad? Do Sonata drivers know something you don't? The Sonata from Hyundai. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Seawolf says, Several car mags have reviewed the hybrid fusion. I remain stupefied that the 4747 MPG claim was conducted at 61 miles an hour. In my world, highway speeds are 55, 65, or 70. So why do regulators allow this or at least set a realistic standard nationwide? Seawolf is referring, of course, to the EPA fuel economy test. It's a long story as to how those test procedures evolved over the years, but suffice it to say that the EPA adds what I call fudge factors that end up in fairly accurate combined fuel economy numbers. As long as you don't have a lot of steep hills in your daily commute or live at high altitudes or drive with a lead foot, you're actually going to come very close to that combined number. Kit Gerhardt says, what the automotive world needs is non-hybrid cars shaped like the Prius. A Prius body with a Volkswagen TDI and a little taller gearing than the Jetta or Golf would get really exceptional highway MPG without the hybrid powertrain. And yeah, he's right, it would. And if they adopted the Prius's low rolling resistance tires, its lightweight materials, and its lower performance, they'd all do even better. Kit makes a good point. It's not just the hybrid technology that makes the Prius such a fuel economy champion. GM veteran wants to know, given the circumstances that have made pickups such a fixture here in America, wide open spaces and lots of construction, it is strange that full-size pickup trucks are not big sellers in China. Well, GM, the Chinese look at pickup trucks like we did 40 years ago as commercial vehicles. They're not aspirational to them. That's why I think the Detroit 3 should test market the King Ranch F-Series, the Longhorn Ram, or the LTZ Silverado. A lot of Chinese consumers are into bling, and those trucks would paralyze traffic in any Chinese city. Pedro Fernandez notes that Honda released photos of the improved 2013 Civic to the media with no interior shots at all, which is ironic because the biggest complaint of the 2012 was indeed its interior quality. Reminds me of a bad movie that does not get previewed by the critics. 
Pedro, actually, the backstory is that all automakers want to milk any car debut as much as they can. So they release the exterior photos now. A little bit later, they'll release the interior ones. After that, they'll show us the engineering changes. And at some point after that, they'll release the prices and the fuel economy ratings. It's public relations 101. And we here are going to play right into their hands by reporting that information as soon as they spoon it out to us. Hey, thanks for all your comments and letters. It's fun figuring out how to answer them all. Hey, before we go, another plug for AAH, where the chief engineer for the Ford Fusion, John Drache, will be joining the auto extremist and myself tomorrow night, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern Time at Autoline.tv. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.